It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. For Better Future Radio, I'm your host, Doreen LaGuardia with Cisco Acosta, and we have an awesome show for you tonight. It's one day after the president's speech. Um, we're going to be recapping that in a minute, but I do want to mention uh, to please go to studentsforbetterfuture.com. That's the nonprofit that sponsors the show, and um, you can find out all the good things that we're doing with college kids and um, around the community. And um, Cisco... Yes. Cisco, are you there? Can you hear me? Uh, I'm here. I'm here. Another week. It's like up and down. It's like my blood pressure is going through the roof. But anyhow, uh, actually, last night was a good night. And I'll be honest with you, it's almost the first time in about six years that I've actually watched a State of the Union speech. Likewise. Likewise. (laughs) I'm I'm the, I'm, I'm the same way. I stay, I, I, I stay away. Like... Go ahead. I, I, stay, I stayed away from the uh, State of the Union because I was not in agreement with the uh, previous uh, president. Um, but yesterday it was a great evening for everyone who really cares about freedom and liberty, who wants the United States of America to continue to be number one in the world. And if you really care about this country, then you will appreciate what President Trump did last night. If you do not care, like Luis Gutierrez and the rest of the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because prior to last night's speech, I almost felt like I was living in a foreign country. And I'm serious, yeah. you know, because the, poli- the policies that were espoused by the Obama administration, well, they were foreign to me. It's almost communist, in particular the health care and, and the complete it's, – it's like the government was taking over everything, the industry and even our lives, you know. And so last night was the first time I, I really felt at home. And and I want to, you know, just elaborate on a little bit. And we also have a great guest coming on in a a minute. His name is Joe Sinagra. He was a former Republican candidate for District 18 of the New Jersey General General Assembly. He'll be joining just about a minute. But, Cisco, let's just talk about what Donald Trump said about immigration last night. He mentioned the pillars. 
and one of them mm-hmm. is stopping chain migration. Uh, definitely, that's that's a, that's a huge huge one, and also the the lottery lottery visa scheme that has allowed anyone, just about anyone, they would it doesn't really it wouldn't matter what their credentials were, and also something that many people after the uh, State of the Union did not mention, the merit merit based immigration policy. That if you're going to if you if you're coming to this country, you have to have something that you're going to be able to offer. You know, just like every other country, like Canada, Australia, all those countries base their uh, immigration policy on a merit system, and I I believe that that's not, that's how it should be. That's right, and he talked about jobs and how the economy was doing. Um, you know, and he, he repealed the individual mandate of health care, which I thought was a step in the right direction. I personally believe the whole thing should have been repealed and replaced, but it's a right. step in the right direction. Well, in touching, in touching uh, on what you said about uh, what he said and what you said about jobs, the fact that all these companies, uh, ExxonMobil uh, is going to invest $50 billion, uh, Apple, Two hundred and fifty billion. Uh, it, it, the number of individuals that are getting tax cuts and bonuses. Uh, that's how, that 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 has to do with a lot of the regulations that have been cut, and that has allowed companies to bring back some of their some of that money uh, back into the, in, into the U.S. So these are things that are really impacting not just the, the not just the domestic uh, economy. Not just, but the global economy. We have a more, more, more driven global economy as a result of Donald Trump's policies. And did you notice Senator Cory Booker's face the yes. whole night? He was livid. He was <laughs> livid. He, he was livid. And and and, her, and 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 Menendez was not far behind. Um, I, I just think that. That New Jersey has to the individuals in New Jersey, the, the the people in New Jersey, have to decide. Does Bob Menendez and Cory Booker really represent the people of New Jersey, the American citizens of New Jersey, or do they represent the illegals of New Jersey? That's the question that should be in a referendum, and a ballot. Who do, who are they actually representing? Cisco, New Jersey, yes. remember, is the Socialist Republic of New Jersey. That's true. <laughs> so that is true. So, so when we talk about New Jersey being, you know, we ha- we do have a high minority population, and many of them, I, I just think, have been totally brainwashed. It's my own, own opinion, but. It's it's almost like New Jersey isn't like a part of the United States. It's like California. Right. And I want to bring on our guest, Joe Sinagra. He is the former Republican candidate for District 18 of the New Jersey Assembly. I want to get his opinions on, on, the, on what we just talked about. Joe, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. How are you? I'm here. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, you Justin. Uh, All right. Yes. <laughs> um, so you have been in politics in New Jersey for a long time. And uh, I, it does seem to be that that New Jersey is a little bit different from the rest of the country. And I'm saying that because right now, and, and even in the past, we've been bright blue. Can you well, talk about the demographics been... of New Jersey? Um, well, it's it's the demographics. I mean, it's 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 a uh, it's it's hard to turn it into a red state. I mean, it's a uh, uh, when you got people like Booker and Menendez, you have uh, um, people that come out to vote and they vote. You know, I I find it odd. That, you know, people want change. And yet they vote for the same people year in and year out and expect something to change. I, I don't understand it. Uh, you got the people making the rules, the same people making the laws that are taking, um, uh, you know, uh, for instance, illegal immigration. When I ran, I ran for Congress in 2005. I ran against Rush Holt. And illegal immigration at the time was a big topic at that time. And nothing has changed since then. Um, as a matter of fact, it's gotten worse, I believe. Um, and at that time, I think I would have had a shot at winning, but then the war broke out, which changed the whole aspect of the campaign. Um, but illegal immigration was uh, one of the biggest uh, – uh, actually, I believe that was number one, and then property taxes were second. Um, but uh, – it, it's hard, especially Middlesex County. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Middlesex County. Middlesex County uh, is a very... I am. It, yeah. I am. It, it goes from here. I lived in Essex County, which um, Milburn, Milburn, Show Hills Township. And then I lived uh-huh. in, North, in, in New Brunswick. I lived in New Brunswick, which is Middlesex oh, County. okay. Yes. Yes. So yeah, you're very familiar, and and since since 2005, Middlesex County is run by the same people. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. So that that tells you how much um, uh, Republicans have just the Middlesex County alone. What type of chance they have of uh, winning? It's it's a hard road. It's a hard road. It is. It is. I mean, I ran for. I, I ran against a, uh, Donald Payne Jr. in Essex County, the late uh, uh-huh. the, the late Donald Payne, who was a congressman, his son, in Essex County, and I got about sixty thousand votes. He beat me by by twenty thousand votes, um, and I didn't have any help. I mean, I was asked by the governor, Governor Christie, to run, and I and I ran, uh, but with no help at all, and I still got sixty thousand votes. It's very tough, especially when, when I started when I started hitting Newark and 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 and, uh, and, and Montclair. Forget it, I was shut out at that point. Um, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I, I, same way here. Basically, no help. You're you're more or less uh, when you decide to run. You're you're pretty much on your own. Yeah. Um, you know, you're a one man band. And I, I, I did pretty good, I think, for the amount of uh, um, 
money that I had in the campaign. I came pretty close last time out. Um, it, it, it's a, it takes, I mean, I, my opponents took out a billboard, an electronic billboard, and I, there's no way I can compete against something like that. But that tells me they were worried. So to spend that kind of money, so when I first started running, I was pretty much an unknown. And by the time uh, my my fifth campaign, uh, they they were worried. They were worried. They they didn't put they pulled out all the stops. But it's it's. Well, um, you, I mean, you, in Middlesex. Your name, Joe. Joe, you're 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 pretty well known because I I I've known of, of you for a long time. Your name your name is pretty well known. So uh, and, and I've been much. in yeah Essex County. So you, yeah, you're you're you were an unknown, but then you became very well known. And uh, I hear that from a lot of people. I guess I never expected that, but. I, I, you know, like I tell people, um, if you're running a campaign, I, 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 I was on the town council for 10 years, and I, I'm trying not to get off topic here, but, but uh, once I finished the council, um, the only way to get your name out there to me is I wrote letters to the editor, I, I had publications printed, I had articles put in the Times. It's just you have to create your own publicity. Um, that's the only way you're going to get your name in the paper. If you're just going to put your name on a ballot and say, I'm going to run, you're, you're not going to make it. You have to build up the recognition. Uh, when I first went for, when they were doing um, uh, editorials, uh, minimum wage, one of the papers asked me, what do I want to do about minimum wage? People were saying, raise it, lower it. And, this. and I, I just out of the blue, I said, eliminate it. And all the heads started turning. They were writing like crazy. Next day, the papers came out headlines. Sonagra wants to eliminate minimum wage. I I created my own article. I created my own headlines. Sometimes you have to <laughs> <laughs> create, create the. You got to you got to start a, the the pot. Uh, I remember being at the uh, I, I believe it was the Courier News about illegal immigration and Trump's. Uh, touched on that last night about ending chain migration. I, I was in the editorial review board and they asked me, what do I, how do I feel about immigration? I said, well, if you mean illegal immigration, I said, we have to stop people from crossing the border, having a baby, and all of a sudden they're a citizen. And, and one of the editors threw all the papers on the floor. He, he stood up and walked out and he says, I don't believe this. And this and, and they just left me sitting in, there, in the room by myself. <laughs> so, but that's that's how how biased the papers are. The editorial review boards. Um, the the uh, the Iraq War when that came out, I I I, I uh-huh. the paper asked me what do I I think I I says look because by the time I got into it, we were already in the war, and I says look, we're already there. There's nothing we can do about it. I says it's tra- train the. Um, Iraqi troops, and then we create a timetable, and slowly we pull out. Next day, the headlines came out and said, Sinagra's in favor of the war. I never said that. You should have been <laughs> tweeting, Joe. Uh, yeah, there was, there was no such thing as tweeting at that time. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, but that's but, that's so, how the. So let um, me ask you. Yeah, is this due? All of this is due to to what? Like people not getting the right information. I I believe that a lot of it's choice. A lot of it's you know they listen to the talking points and they don't do their their own research. Um. And people have, and, okay. and, and that goes for both sides. Um, you have to do your own research to get to the truth. I mean, you just can't take it for gospel, for gospel that somebody said something and it's true. Um, I mean, the, the illegal. No, but I mean, that, you know, what, what gets me the paper, they, they, the paper talks about every time you read an article, they say immigration, immigration. No, we're talking about illegal immigration. And exactly. during my campaign, I. I I never said I was against immigration. I said, look, I, I, I have nothing against. There's a lot of good people here. But the thing is, if you want to get in back of the line and come in the right way, I'll be the first one to stand in line and shake your hand and say congratulations. Exactly. exactly. But uh-huh. you have people crossing the border, and they're not going through the checkpoints. And it, what, what gets me is how do you – it's illegal to cross the border – but if you happen to make it to a sanctuary city, all of a sudden you can't be touched. I don't understand that. Well, well, if, if you do that in Mexico, uh, if you get two to ten years in prison, and, and then after that you get right. thrown out. Um, there's no, there's no such, there's no such thing as going out there and protesting with the flag of your country. Like we do here. Well, Mike, we allow and tolerate that here. If, if you're going to come here and protest, why are you coming here to protest? Go back to the country that you, the reason that you came here and protest there. Make your country better. Exactly. So uh, it's, uh, I think why well, I mean, change it here. Well, I think I think I think it, it, the problem is that critical thinking is is totally non-existent with a lot of people. We have this group group thinking, collective thinking. That's the reason we're in the situation we're in today because people are not thinking for themselves or analyzing. They're basically just joining the pack. You know that mob mentality. So if if Joe and and Doreen and and and, and Ruben agree, then and then everyone else agrees. Instead of analyzing each individual situation and saying, "No, that's wrong," look at what the Democrats did yesterday. They didn't stand up. They didn't appreciate that black unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, all unemployment is down. You know, basically analyze each topic, each subject, and and, and go from that. Instead. Oh, we're gonna vote. We're gonna vote for the same candidate for the same things over and over because you're just following what everyone else is doing. That's the problem. Well, you could tell that last night. Like you, 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 they, well, yeah. I mean, just what you're saying is, you look at last night. The Democrats, all in unison, not one of them smiled, not one of them stood up. It's like they were all. You know, told ahead of time by Pelosi, probably sit there with a sour puss and don't stand up. 
Exactly. That's well, the you talk that's about sheep. You talk about sheep following sheep. I mean, their own party. So it's. Uh, I have a question for uh, for Joe. Uh, what do you what do you think was the problem uh, during the eight years that Governor Christie, which I, I got I, I got to know him and I, I met him and I as a matter of fact I when he asked me to run I ran uh, because I thought you know when he told me I, I thought it was a challenge and uh, and I felt compelled to to do something for the state of New Jersey. But what do you why do you think we today the people in New Jersey have to deal with Phil Murphy instead of dealing with Kim Gordano after eight years of Governor Christie. What do you think was the reason he lost? I mean, she lost. I, 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 I believe that the, the Republican base just didn't come out and vote. If they would have came out and voted, um, the election it would have went the opposite way. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and it, was, it was a slow night. A lot of Republicans didn't turn out to vote. I mean, here you got a guy running that basically said, I'm going to raise taxes. I'm going to make New Jersey a sanctuary state. And how does he get elected knowing that? It's just not enough people showed up to vote. And, I mean, I ran with Christie, too. He, I thought he was a great guy. We we went door-to-door uh, door a couple times, and, you know, it's a, uh, we had some good conversations. And... Uh, I guess over the – to me, after a while, it's like once he won, he kind of distanced himself from the people that helped him get in office. And I, I don't know if that uh, affected him on a state level because I'm sure I wasn't the only one that felt that way. <laughs> so it's uh, – I think maybe people thought that Christie checked out his second term. And – and From talking to people, they tell me that this election in New Jersey was a referendum against Christie's. And, and well, that's I think the second term, I, I, it, it seemed like he was spending more time concentrating on uh, the presidential one, and I think a lot of people felt that way, that he really didn't have his uh, but, right, right. But head still in his the state. Yeah, still the voters should have took a look at the candidate and said, well, you know, took a look at Murphy, okay, and said this is what he's about, and, and Godano, Godano and, and still to have come out and voted for for whoever they, you know, the for, for their choice. And you're, you're right when you said they didn't come out for Kim, Kim Godano. They basically stayed home, the base. And I, I think a lot of people do. felt being Godogna was part of the Christie administration, and they felt that probably she was going to carry on the same policies. And that's not necessarily true all the time. But you're, when you're associated with, with a certain um, party or certain people, then that's what happens. I, I, maybe maybe her, message, her messaging should have been a lot better. You know, I'm not going to be like Christie. This is what I intend to do. These are the things I tend to change. These are, and I don't think she did that. She didn't make it clear that she is not going to follow in Christie's footsteps. So, I'm uh, thinking where we're going to be in eight years in New Jersey. 
Um, Maybe we'll follow I can tell you. I can tell you where you're going to be. I'm going to tell you where you're going to be. Talk to Chris. If, if, if the people, we're going to be, the, we're going to be the United Socialists of New Jersey. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we might as well have our own representatives. Okay. Well, uh, you know, like Trump said last night, Amer- Americans love the country and they deserve a government that shows them the same love and loyalty in return. Um, with Murphy, I don't see how he's going to show New Jerseyans how they're going to love the state. I mean, he's 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 going to give the state away for illegals. He's going to use our tax dollars to pay for illegal immigration. He's going to use our tax dollars to pay for illegal representation. I mean, mm-hmm. we can't even get free representation. So... You know, yeah, we can love mm-hmm. our country, but then you get a governor like Murphy, and I mean, he he's he he's suing Trump, he's suing the gov- uh, administration because he doesn't believe in in uh, their stance on, right. on the DACA. I mean, you know, this this is crazy. We're Americans. We're 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 taxpayers. We're American citizens. Um, well, you know, like I said, we. We have a lot of money that we can use for the homeless, for our veterans, for hospitalization, for 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 uh, uh, you know health care for kids, for, and we're going to spend money that we don't have on illegals. I, I don't, and now he's going to raise taxes to make up for the money that we're going to spend on the illegals. Well, I, I think this yes. whole sanctuary, this whole sanctuary state, is it, it, a money scheme. It's a money scheme because. Uh, each city, each state will get federal funding. And you hit it right on the head going? because I've said the same, same exact thing. It's 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 a money. When you look at how much we get for for uh, uh, from the federal government for illegals, if you took that money away, I I, I bet you they would stop supporting illegals in a heartbeat. Exactly. Look how much Newark yeah. gets. I how much New Jersey gets. I forget. Uh, I don't have the figures in front of me, but uh, um, I think Newark gets seven hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars a year from the government um, yeah. for illegals. I forget what New Jersey, but it's it's not. It's a money making business. That's the only reason they want it. The more illegals they have, the more money that comes in from the government. Exactly. And that's why they get pissed off at Trump. Excuse my French here, but. They they get ticked off at Trump because he wants to stop that and says, hey, you know, you want to be a sanctuary city, we're not going to fund you. Well, now they're getting mad because Trump's not giving them the money. Well, you shouldn't be getting the money to start with. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's um, that's the whole scene. I mean, people people are, are, are wondering in California, why are we allowing this? And it's, And I keep telling everyone, it's it has to do with money. You take uh, when if Trump takes that money away from them, you'll see how quickly they 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 they, they do an about face. Um, I mean, it's, yeah. uh, what do we cost? Uh, it's one hundred thirty-five billion dollars a year it costs the taxpayers for illegal immigration. That's what it costs us. The average of it costs the average person eight thousand dollars each, a little over eight thousand dollars each. And in New York. 
over $25,000 each. That's what it costs the taxpayers. So it, it's it's costing us, but yet now they take that money that we're spending and they're giving it to the illegals. I mean, when when you have illegals coming here that don't speak English, we have to spend that on our education system now because we need to fire teachers to translate from Spanish to English to teach them how to speak. So it's costing us in education. It's costing us in health care. It's costing it's it's costing like I said it's costing over 135 billion for all of these things that we have to take care of. And I mean I I, I had said a couple of weeks ago if Russia bordered Alaska and they came over into the United States would we we support that? Would we say hey let's take in the Russian illegal immigrants? Is it just because they border our border? We, we're supposed to accept it. Well, I, yeah. I, I I go a little one step further. I mean, and and Doreen knows I have family that are, that are border patrol officers in in Texas, and he tells me that with Trump, he's got he's got an increase, and he, and, and and they're getting more money for the border. But also, he mentioned to me that 40% of the illegals are coming through the airports and also through the ports. So we got to really yes. focus on all three areas because there's a lot of individuals from China, from India, from other parts of the world that are basically coming here on, on an HB1 visa or HB2 visa, and then they overstay, and then they stay here. And that's – you're uh, exactly right. And that was uh, part of my campaign too also. I said we have to stop. I mean, basically, we never enforced the visa. People would come here on a visa and say, you know what, it's not too bad here. I got it pretty easy. And they decided to uh, not to leave and wound up staying. And that's right. and we never enforced that. Nobody went after him and said, "Hey, you can't do that." And I think that's part of the problem too. We the government creates laws and says this is the law, but then they don't supply the manpower to back it up. So if you're going to create a law, you have to be able to enforce those laws. Well, I mean, it's yeah, like yeah. One, one, the border, one of the what, one of the issues that that um, President Trump brought up yesterday was the situation with the two families. The two, uh, the two young ladies who who were killed by these illegal gang members, illegal alien gang members, who came here during the Obama administration, they got into the high school, and they've been creating havoc in Hempstead, Long Island. Yeah, that's MS-13. The MS-13, correct. And the thing is, you know, people say, well, you know, they're not, they're not all gangs. They're not all. No, a lot of these people are good people. They are hardworking people. But if, if, if they weren't here illegally, we wouldn't have the issue such as MS-13 and, and these other gangs. So if, if you have to be able to control it. And just by letting them come in and then letting them stay, there's no way to control it. Well, I, I can tell you that. Yeah. I, I can tell you. I can tell you that when my 
parents, my grandparents, my grandma, and all, they came. They had to wait three years, and they had to pay four thousand dollars. That was in the in, in 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 the in the fifties. Okay, they had to wait. Well, and they and mine they, were the so, same. So, exactly. So I don't have Joe. Doreen, I don't have compassion for, for people who, who sneak in into the country because my well, family has to you, wait. You talk about compassion. We have had compassion. We've created uh, amnesty, I believe, seven or eight times previously. How many times are you going to give them amnesty if you don't cut it off at the source? What are you just going to keep? Say, step over the line? If you step over this line, this is what's going to happen. Then we give them amnesty. Step over the line. This is what's going to happen. Then we give them. How many times can you do that? If you don't stop the people coming illegally from the border, amnesty means nothing. It's a reward. Hey, if I stay long enough, I'll become a, a, a citizen. And it, it's, it's well, and what happens to the the immigrants that did come here and went through the process, and they spent the four, five, six, seven years and what it what it is to become a citizen. How does that make them feel? That's not fair. Well, it's it's interesting you mentioned that because my um, border patrol uh, family officer said that he said that there's been a spike in in, in illegal immigration of, of, of individuals trying to sneak into the country, and I asked him why, and he said because they fear that the wall is going to go up. So he's been very they've been very busy catching a lot of people because they're trying to get in um, before the wall yeah. gets. And if you want to ask a question, press one and you'll be in the queue. But we do have callers on the line. Um, hold on. Caller 248, you want to ask a question? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to try to come across the border because they're worried about that wall. But once we put that wall up, the farmer, the Mexican farmer, will start coming back and farming again. And the cartel will have to find another way to get in. So that wall is a, is a great idea. Yes, it is. Uh, but we, but we, we, cannot, we cannot forget that we have to control our airports and our ports also because, again, as I brought up, uh, I mentioned before, a lot of people come here on an HB1 visa, two visa, and then they overstay. So we got to implement the E-Verify. we got to implement all the biometrics technology out there to basically prevent those things from happening again and again. Go ahead. As far as the ports go, I mean, our ports, a lot of these people, like a lot of these countries go to the ports in Mexico because it's easier to go there because their security isn't as uh, well as ours. And then they come across the border by coming in through Mexico with with uh, their goods, so that's that's another reason um, why they use Mexican ports. And we know the last terrorist attack in New York. Do you remember the one involving the bicycle? Um, th- there was one where the fellow came in through the diversity visa program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Right. Yes, uh, in which Chucky's Chuck Schumer was a sponsor on that one. Correct. And uh, yes, 
so you know to a degree the these politicians ought to be held accountable for some of this Correct. you know and and it yeah, it, it behooves I'll, me because de blasio and Chucky well particularly the de blasio got reelected again. But that's a conversation for an, another time. My friends always tell oh, me. I wanted to ask the I wanted to ask the 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 I wanted to ask the caller. Go ahead, I wanted to ask the caller, what was his impression of Donald Trump's speech yesterday? Um, I actually didn't have time to watch it. I'm just uh, getting straightened around here. But uh, from what I heard, it's about the best uh, speech uh, we've heard in a long time. Yes. Yeah, really coming across. Democrats, I guess, were doing a lot of pouting last night, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and again, folks, I want to remind you because we do have call, a lot of callers on this line. Press one, and you'll be in the queue. You can ask a question anytime. Just don't be shy, okay? But uh, anyhow, get, getting back to this immigration thing. Um, Will Donald Trump keep the course with it? And Joe, do you want to answer that one? In other words, will he I get his he, wall built? Um, I don't. You know, like he said, it's it's not, he's not looking to build a cement wall. I mean, it, you got your mountains, you got your valleys, you got your rivers, you got so it, it's not like it's a. But you you want to fill in the gaps. You want to make it harder, and I, I I think he's going to stick with it, and I I believe that that's what the people want. Um, I mean, you could see that with the government shutdown. Um, a lot of people had e crow because they thought the uh, the people were behind it, and, and people are not. They they want to see our borders secure, and I I think uh, Trump has a lot of support with that, and I think he'll follow through. Go ahead, Cisco. Well, I, I just think that I, I just think that uh, the, the the whole the whole thing with with Donald Trump yesterday is that he put the the Democrats on notice that if they don't get with the program, they're going to end up losing not just the American voter, not the American people, but they're going to suffer for the next sixteen twenty. 20 years because they're not going to win any elections because of their attitude. Amen to that. And, uh, yes. well, what's the old saying? Uh, Give them uh, enough rope and they'll hang themselves. <laughs> a, you yes. know, when you have a and, party um, so, and it's a one-party system, after a while, who are you going to point the finger at? So I want to ask you one other thing that this ties into, and we talked about this before. It's called the, the Coward and Piven strategy. Yes, and, um, and it's uh, that's okay. the quickest way. Uh, it's 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 how to destroy a country from within. It's like the Trojan horse. Uh, you tax our systems. You yes. tax our our programs. You, you you tax them to the max. Uh, you keep having these free programs, welfare systems. You, and it, you, and that's the thing with all these illegals. You keep giving more program, your housing assistance with. After a while, how much money can you give out? It, 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 eventually, the system will collapse. It'll implode, and that's and that's the theory behind the 
uh, uh, Cloward Piven. Um, and, and right, and and I believe that's what particularly the Democrats are doing when they allow this the open borders and and all the illegal immigration. Republicans might be responsible to 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 a degree, but but more yes. so the Democratic Party on this. And and now we have Governor Murphy uh, making this a sanctuary state, so they're all going to flood here. I mean, my my thing is whether it's Republicans or Democrats, you're elected to represent the people. This isn't a game between uh, Republicans and Democrats. It's it's a matter of getting together. These are supposed to be the smartest people we have. That's why they were elected. So sit down and discuss it and meet halfway, whatever you have to do, but you're there to represent the people. This is not between a Republican and a Democrat. This is for the people. And if you keep putting a dividing line, you're always going to have that dividing line. People are going to take sides, and when you take sides, nobody wins. Nothing gets accomplished. Right. So New Jersey, I put this in the same category as California now with this. You know, we're just two states. Oh, that... yeah. I mean, I, I, I look, Murphy's going to run for president, and I think this is his way of he, – he, he doesn't really care about New Jersey. He's just trying to get his name on the map for his presidential run. And I, I don't think he has New Jersey for, in it, it, for the, it, the best interest of New Jersey in his heart. I don't believe he has that. He's not interested in New Jersey. This is spoke on the wheel. Did well, you hear that, Cisco? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, 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 you know, it's, it's a good point that Joe brought up about him running, um, Murphy running for to run for president. But I, I think in the Democratic Party, it's a divided party. It's a, and and I don't think Murphy is going to be on uh, uh, one of the top choices. I think it's definitely uh, if they're going to look for someone. They're going to look for someone like this this kid uh, yesterday who, who made a fool of himself. But he, his name is Kennedy. Uh, they need someone okay. who's going to really yeah. spark and bring the young liberal, you know, left wingers out to vote. Because as of right now, my my analysis of, of the Democratic Party, they're divided. And it's not going to be a good next two years or four years because they're stuck in the same, you know, division. They want to divide people. They want to create that right, uh, class warfare, that racial war- warfare. And people, as much as I may underestimate them, I think there's a lot of people that are getting tired of that. And, and, I, and, and, I, I have and, to agree with you, Cisco. I have to agree. Yeah. I I know I'm tired of it. Um, you know this this pitting one one against the other. Uh, you know if it's it, it's you know immigration versus illegal immigration. It's black versus white. It's it, I am so sick of it. And you know I you know you read about it and it's easy to make comments on on a on a, or a tweet or but you know what in real life I work with people. You work with people. Doreen works. With, 
Do people have mm-hmm. these conflicts? You know, why is it just in the media, in the news? I, I have never encountered so much hate as I have on a media website. I, I've never encountered this in the street or in the workplace. I mean, I, I, yeah, unless somebody else has an experience. Yeah. No, unless somebody and, and else mainly, has an experience with it. Yeah, the media pushes it. They push the narrative that creates a divide. So, and I, so I think now most people ha- are sensible people. It's it's sort of like a divide and conquer strategy, and again, it comes from the Democratic Party because then they can isolate you and and they have an easier chance of getting a victory. Now, I mean, I the Democrats want to give uh, illegals in New Jersey what a driver's license, and what yeah. is that? Once you get a driver's license, what they'll be able to vote. So maybe the mm-hmm. Democrats are losing their base, and and probably that's why they want the illegals. But again, if you stop the federal funding coming in, um, I don't think so. They'll be so quick to support illegal immigration. Exactly, exactly. That that that's. I've been saying that for for quite a while. That that that's that's the main reason that they're supporting sanctuary cities and sanctuary policies. Because they get federal funding, you cut that off, and I, I I can see a turnaround in how they feel about illegals. Um, I mean, and how do they intend to give drivers license? How does Murphy intend to do that? I mean, I go to the motor vehicles. I need a birth certificate. I need my own driver's license. I need I need a document that I got to have six points of documentation. If you're illegal, how do you provide? any type of documentation, and how do you know that documentation is legitimate? Well, I think it's at true. this moment they're, 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 they're probably uh, basically scheming how they're going to do that, especially with – we've all experienced how DM, uh, the DMV in New Jersey, how, how, how uh, dysfunctional it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, where is it? Um, there it is. There we go. Um, yeah, when you talk about the funding, um, what is it? Portland, Oregon receives from the federal government 173 million dollars a year. Rhode Island gets 234 million dollars a year. New York gets 7.6 billion dollars a year. This is from the government to fund. Illegal immigration. Newark, New Jersey, $206.7 million. So you're telling me this isn't about money? This is money the government is giving us. Like I said, New Jersey, just Newark is getting $206 million from the federal government. So by making New Jersey a sanctuary state, how much much money do you think uh, Murphy intends to bring in from the federal government? Take that money away, and I, I don't think uh, he's going to have much support behind him because I sure as hell don't want my tax money supporting people that shouldn't be here. You, you know, you would think that he would focus on fixing New Jersey's debt problem. 
Well, that's what I would think. Property taxes, New Jersey debt, I mean, you know, uh, student loans. I mean, there's so much uh, foreclosures. I mean, there's so much in New Jersey that we have to worry about without having to worry about being a sanctuary state. Yeah. I mean, I was in that. I mean, how are you going to take care of the other problems that we have if you're concentrating on making the state a sanctuary state? You're not going to cut costs anyplace else. If anything, they're going to go up. Well, I remember the last time I was in New Jersey, I was in I was in Melbourne, and I I, I went to um, to um, New Brunswick. And I also went to Manalapan to visit friends and then to New York. That's where I'm originally from. And the roads. I couldn't tell. <laughs> the, the, the roads on 24, on 78, on, on 18, uh, I mean, everywhere I went, there, there was potholes, you know, on mm-hmm. going on the turnpike, on the parkway. I mean, it, it was, I, I said, this has con- continued to just become worse and worse degrading. The highway, the, the the infrastructure in New Jersey is just degrading every year. Well, you, you th- that's why the gas tax went up, wasn't it? To fund the infrastructure, mm-hmm. the roads? Yep. Where did the money go? Uh-huh. I haven't seen any... Uh, I mean, I just... Uh, that's right. I got potholes right... You know. I got potholes not even a mile from the house. <laughs> they haven't touched it in years. Where's this money going? It, you know, it's, they, it's lining they, their pockets. That's what it's doing. It's, somebody, well, I, I think it's somebody's uh, getting it. Well, yeah, they're using it to fund the uh, state punch pensions. That's that's what's going to use to fill in the hole. So the, the the entire increase is not going to go towards roads. Uh, nobody ever mentioned it was a dedicated fund, and that's my my other thing. If you're go, if you're going to create a fund or a tax, it should be designated for what it was created for, not to, to, to be a, a a cash register where you could dip your hand in and just use it for anything you want. Right. Um, it's the same same people, thing with the New Jersey Abbott districts. They get the, I, the, I, from the school funding. The same I, same I, thing. I don't understand though with, when you got a guy like Murphy who came out and said, "I'm going to raise taxes. I'm going to make New Jersey a sanctuary state." I'm going. You're telling me there's Democratic voters out there. They're all rich. Not one of them are making the minimum wage. I mean, just because it's a party, you're voting for the party, even if it means taking more money out of your pocket. If if if, if you're, you know, if it means taking more out of your grocery money, yeah, my party won, but you got less money in your pocket. So what did you really win? Uh, and then you know, they got to be moving out of state, the same as Republicans, and then they go to another state and they want to create the same programs. In that state that they moved away from, and they ruined that state. Exactly, that's my point. I mean, it's, I don't get it. You moved away because you couldn't afford it, even though you voted for for this guy that raised taxes. 
Now you can't afford to stay here. Now you're going to move somewhere else, and you want to increase taxes again. Does it make sense? It's insane. That's that's right. And they want to, and they wind up ruining that state, like they did to Vermont and New Hampshire. You know, and all of those states up there. Yep. Because but, they don't uh, change their ways. But the Cloward and Piven, um, yeah. I mean, as as long as we keep using uh, money to fund programs, I mean, and and then what, we never catch up. This money is used to fund programs and create new programs. So the money that you collected to pay off old debt, old debt never gets paid off because now you've just created new debt. So the following year, you're now borrowing money to pay last year's debt off. It never rents. You got it. Uh, Unfortunately, that's how they think. Go go ahead. No, why people keep voting for this um, and putting themselves in that position, I, I have no clue. I, I, well, you know, I they, they put uh, they put party ahead of everything, and that's to me that's right. I mean, I'm a Republican, but even as a Republican, I look at the person running. I look at the issues and where they stand on the issues. Just because you belong to a party, sometimes you have to open your eyes a little bit and say, hey. You know, I don't believe in those policies, or I don't believe. You got to vote for the person. Uh, yeah. You can't. You, you, can't, you just can't go into voting. The Democratic Party is is a cult. It's a cult. It's like a Jim Jim Jones, David Koresh, Koresh, uh, Koresh uh, cult. I I mean yeah. to tell you this. I was campaigning in, in uh, I believe it was 2005, and um, it was Highland Park. And, you know, you go down during the parade, you shake hands on both sides of the street with the people, and, and this one young girl sitting on the curb, you know, and I, she shook my hand. She says, hi, pleased to meet you. You know, I'm glad you're running this and that. She says, um, are you a Democrat? I says, no, I'm a Republican. And she pulled her hand away. She says, oh, I can't talk to you. My mother and father says, I can't talk to you. I says, but you're 18 years old. Can you make? I says, can you make up your own mind? She says, no, they told me never to talk to a Republican. This, this, this is the mentality voters have. I, I, I never forgot that. I could not believe it. It's like I had a contagious disease. She pulled her hand out of my hand so fast. Yeah. Well, Look at look at the example. This is the mentality uh, 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 of the Democratic Party. An Amtrak train carrying members of Congress to a, uh, a GOP retreat in West Virginia hit a truck, uh, and, yes. they're, and they're celebrating. They're celebrating that someone you know that happened. How sick can, can they be? Um. Yes. People, people have to wake up. Uh, yeah. The, uh, you know, how do, how do you run every election and somebody says, I'm going to lower taxes? I mean, I say, I've been running 
I actually ran in 2004 for county clerk before I ran for Congress. But since 2004, and, and since I got into politics in the 80s, lowering taxes has always been the platform. Now, how many people run on lowering taxes? And whatever gets done, have your taxes been cut? I mean, here we are. Trump is giving back. Well, I wouldn't say Trump, but his program, a lot of people are getting $1,000. Pelosi saying it's nothing but crumbs. But when Obama was in and he gave the $40 payroll tax cut, it was going to change the country. But now she's calling the $1,000 crumbs. Well, when, I guess, you know, and, and when you have a $120 million bank account, I guess $1,000 to Pelosi is crumbs. But to a lot of people in this country, $1,000 is a lot of money. Well, it's a lot more than, Joe, a lot more than 40 years. You have to be, you have to be compassionate towards um, Pelosi because her real name is Botox Pelosi. So all that taxpayer money she's been spending <laughs> on getting her, her her face done, redone. Are, are you kidding? I, I looked at it this morning, the, the picture of her at, at the State of the Union last night, and I says, holy uh-huh. mackerel. If she, if she wasn't getting Botox, what the hell would her face really have looked like? <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I don't know. That last night, the Democrats just sat there. You know, it's it's like they didn't do anything. It's like they were zombies. You know. I mean, you're you're standing. Like just... I mean, you're you know, you're standing up for Americans. You're standing up for the military. You're standing, and they could not find one thing to stand up about. Not one thing to be happy about. Well, I mean, you, you, have, you guys, you guys, ha- you guys have to remember this: that if the economy is doing well, and black voters, and Asian voters, and Caucasian voters, and uh, Hispanic voters are doing well, that's less votes for them. They, everything has to be horrible in order for them to, hey, we can offer you this. What can they offer if everything is doing well? And, you know, I, I have to agree with that. As long as, uh, you know, if, if, if every – the majority of people, I don't think they ask for much. They want to be able to put a little money in their pocket, put a roof over their head, put groceries on the table, and pay a few medical bills. And they're happy. You know, we know everybody's not going to be a millionaire. Not everybody's going to be a billionaire. But if you can make a living – and not have to struggle and, and, and enjoy your life. But no, they have to create an issue and take, you know, create this atmosphere where everybody has to struggle, the strife, and they'll find something, and no matter how good it is, they'll find something to create uh, friction. And I. Right. And, uh, and, and uh, uh, I got to cut you a little bit. Because the bell is ringing, it's going ding ding. <laughs> um, we have oh. about fifty seconds left. Um, oh, Joe, do you ha- oh, have a website it. or one that you? Uh, I know you mentioned one that that you were writing for. Um, but do you have a contact that you'd like to leave or? Um, well, the website I have it's called. I haven't. Uh, it's been a while, but it's called A Better New Jersey by Joe Sinagra. Okay. Okay. Um, 
a lot of my um, articles are up there. Um, uh, okay, and you can uh, send it to me, or you know what, I think I do have it already. And um, so people can go there and, and read some of your articles. That would be awesome. Um, also, uh, and, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Matt Rooney's uh, Save Jersey blog. Uh, I've written a lot of articles okay. for his, uh, his, his website also. Okay, and that was awesome, and I'd like to thank you for coming on tonight, and we'll definitely have you back. Yes, thank you. I look forward to it, Cisco. It was great uh, talking to you. Likewise, Joe. Yes, and Cisco, um, I want to tell you and uh, all of our listeners that it's Black History Month, and we are going to have some of those Uncle Tom African-Americans coming on in the next few weeks. Actually, next week, oh. we have uh, yep, we have a fellow who, uh, who actually can you... wrote a movie. It's, it's about um, enhanced interrogation, uh, and he'll be coming on with us next week. And then we have another gal, her name is Barbara from Harlem, who wrote a book called Growing Up African-American, in Newark, and it's expected to hit Amazon soon, so we'll be bringing her on as well. And Cisco, do you want Definitely. to do a closer? I'm sorry. Do you, okay, okay. Do you want to share a closer? Definitely, definitely. Well, last night we we experienced as Americans we experienced Donald Trump's first State of the Union, and it was a home run out of the park. He actually revealed quite a few things, but one of the most important things that he revealed yesterday is what the Democratic Party stands for. Nothing. They didn't clap for anything, and they will pay the price at the ballot. I really believe that. I believe the American people, the ones that are on the fence, will see and have seen what happened last night, and they'll recognize that the Democrats are for illegals and criminals and not for the American citizen. Good night, and God bless okay. America. Yep. Good night. Good and night, Doreen. Good night, Cisco. Thank you. All right. Good night, Joe. Yeah. Good night, Doreen. Bye-bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. 
Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 